up? This is Big D and Shade from Takayaki Anime. And today we're going to be talking about our first impressions for the summer season of 2017. Yeah. It's been an interesting season, I have to admit. Yes, a season of a, br- a lot of brand new IPs as yes. far as anime seasons. And um, there are a few seasons, a few shows that carried it over. But uh, sure. we are going to be talking about um, 11 shows today. And the first show we're going to be talking about is Centaur Worries. Or Centaur yeah. Life. Uh, yeah, Centaur Life. Yeah, Centaur yes. Life. You had to start with this one, didn't you? You just had to start with this one. It's almost like you're, <laughs> almost like you're rubbing it in. Just be how bad? This is how bad? This is, no. <laughs> <sighs> we had our, we had our our tribulations and our skepticism about this series, considering the makers of it and how we've had not the greatest luck with shows from this production company. And sure enough. Sure enough, they still don't disappoint. <laughs> it's just all over the place. Um, the first episode, I just, I'm, I was just so abashed by they, they literally throw you into it. Yep. You know, this is a slice of life. Slice of you, when you go into a slice of life, there's a certain pacing that is you're you're expecting. It's a relaxed, slowed down, taking it easy because it's a slice of life. It's life essentially. So, you know, you'll get to the crazy, hectic moments later on. But when you first ease in, it's literally you're easing into it. You're easing into somebody's life. And this, they just threw you into the deep end of the pool and told you to swim. And it's just like, why? What is what is wrong with this company and its pacing of its shows? I don't get it. I really don't. I'm trying so hard to figure this out, but it just doesn't make sense. What is their deal? I mean, am I wrong? I'm so hard to figure this out. Um, but it. No, it's like the very first show from Emo Studios that I watched. They, it was um, Spirit Pact, I think. Um, I went in not knowing anything about the studio, and every event that they went through, I was absolutely confused about what was going on. I'm like, they haven't explained this. They haven't explained the world. They're making a bunch of silly jokes. I didn't like the show because I felt like I was getting left behind. Um, With the show that, (laughs) the second show that we watched from them was... um, Ah, the, there was the zombie one, the the dude trapped in the video game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and, uh, we, and, that, and that was the one where I watched it. Yeah, but it was it was the um literally it was one of those fifteen minute ones. The yeah. episodes were like super short, and yeah, again, and one of those that left you going here, going, I don't get it. What is going on? Why are we doing this? Why are people in here? What? And then yeah, here we all get- yeah, and with this one, they start like it's it's some it's an episode that you would normally build up to. You would introduce yeah. the characters. You would let you like, oh, this is the person who likes this. This is the person who likes that. This is the clumsy person. This is um the person who's like strict and like the student council, uh, not student, uh, maybe student council president, and she's also the the head of the classroom. But yeah, they yeah, kind of yeah. throw you right like they're about to uh, have a play and they throw you right in the episode like hours before the play starts and everybody's all chummy and they're like, hey, blah, 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 and doing all these inside jokes. And of course, you feel left out because the show just started five minutes ago. So and you're like, what the hell's going on? Why are we here? What is this? Happen-? You know, and it's like they've created a world, obviously. Because it's 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 very similar to our world, but it's very different. 
And it isn't until the second half of the episode that they even bother to even come up with an explanation as to why people are the way they are, you know? Mm-hmm. And then it's like every episode after that, they give you just a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. But we keep going back. We keep doing other things. We keep going around. And you're like, can you just – but see, I don't know. To me, did it seem like their explanation was kind of rough shot into it? Uh, I've only seen the first – oh, where they're like um... – It's just because of evolution and this is how people yeah. evolved. They're and like, like, we didn't evolu- <laughs> evolve this way. We evolved that way. And everybody's the same way, no be- matter what. I was confused. See? And it seems like they, they, they created the world and they didn't know how to explain it. Hmm. So they just they threw something in there. They're like, you know what? This works. We're just going to explain it this way and we're going to move on. Yeah. It's and like weird. literally the only thing that they're doing after this and every episode to even come close to explaining is talking about discrimination – that each race, that each, you know, species, I guess, it's hard to explain what, you know, because you got the people with the halos and the wings and you got the people with the tails and the wings and you got people who are centaurs and you got, you know, these other people. So they're, they're, they, each episode, it seems like they're explaining like a little bit more about just about discrimination and how there was like huge wars in the past with dealing with this. And that's literally all they're doing. And then it's just these girls going about their life. Yeah. It's... And I'm just, I, I can't. I watched two episodes of it and I can't bring myself to watch anymore. I can't. Because I'm just like, you're not. At one point, I, I, I again, it seems to be just like the last anime I watched from them. I get that. I see a glimmer of hope that it could be good because it's it's in, on, on the one hand, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. They've created this world. It's an interesting world. It's a different world. On the other hand, I get nothing from it. Yeah. And we're just supposed to accept it. Now, I know anime being anime. I've watched enough. There have been times in the past where anime just basically did just that and threw you into something and expected you to just follow along with the story and whatnot. But, you know, two things about that. One, this is Slice of Life, like we were saying. You're not supposed to do that with Slice of Life. Slice of Life, you're it's, it's a life. You're supposed to just ease into it. You'll have your peak moments every now and then where drama will hit. But beyond that, you're literally just enjoying the ride, essentially. Yeah. And then two, anime has evolved since the time frame where we just willingly accepted that shit was going down and we didn't know anything about it. Yeah. I mean, that was back in the days of, like, Akira and stuff like that. Yeah, the 80s and 90s where you could just do stuff just because. Just because. You know, we've evolved since then. Anime should not be doing that. You should not be just expecting your viewers to just accept it without giving any explanation whatsoever. Hmm. So I just, I can't, as much as I would like, you know, the artwork is great. Yeah. Um, the characters are interesting. No like, I like, I I like the, the way that they look. I, yeah. love that, I love that the, um, the centaur character, she's not like, a super duper well endowed character and like the reason why she has her arms folded is to keep her chest up like i like yeah. how most of the episode she it was hot outside and she was just had her jacket folded over her arms and i'm yeah. like little things like that i i really like is just um there's certain the things about the character it was like there's certain things about the characters that um they'll do certain things but i don't like they haven't earned that so for mm-hmm. them to act in that way, I don't, I don't. Well, see, and that just that just goes back to the how just their pacing in this and their lack of explanation is literally killing the show. 
Yeah. Um, so... The, the 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 usual way to do it is the way that they did the um, first episode, like with with cliffhangers and like all the cliches and everything. I, this is the way I would have done the first episode. Um, I would have probably done the um, the explanation of the races and stuff like that first, or maybe second. Um, then the the way that the play goes, that play that's episode four, five, or six. Yeah. Um, I would have done the prep for it and everything. And I would have done the, um, her about to fall off of that, um, that statue thing and about to get hurt. That would be the cliffhanger. I would cut, like, yeah. basically I would do all of the prep up to the thing. The thing would crack. I would do the intro and then I would explain the races. And then I would start somewhere com- like days and days, a- like weeks ahead, like weeks back. And yeah, yeah, I would yeah. slowly lead up to the play to where you would kind of forget that she was about to get hurt. And then you would actually get to know the characters. Like, I don't know where any of these people live. Nope. From the first episode, and uh, you I don't haven't, know have. you haven't, you haven't met any of their families. Yeah, you literally are only seeing them at school, and that's it. Yeah, and then um, yeah, like all the backstory and stuff like that. That they, they, it's nice how they sprinkled it in there. Everything is just the structure of the show. Like if they would have done it like that, like a lot of other shows do, then I would be totally on board for this show because the characters the, the character designs are good uh, the characters are interesting like um it's a good show it's just it's structured so weird that i'm i'm getting left behind with like a lot of uh emon shows so yeah um well and it's just you know i as far as like the first episode had gone i'd have gone do your typical like if you okay who hasn't watched at least one or two school animes or whatever you know they're they're rampant they're all over the place but do the typical thing okay but see, obviously, it'll be the typical thing, but it won't be the typical thing because now we're dealing with a centaur. So since she's kind of the main focus, I mean, hell, it's centaur worries, centaur life, essentially. Yeah. So she's kind of the main focus. So let's follow her. You know, it should have been, let's see what happens when she wakes up in the morning, yeah. you know, and, and have it look like it's something normal. Like, oh, she's waking up in the morning. And then you realize because she's a centaur, she has to take special precautions or do different things differently. Yes. And then, you know, she's going downstairs to go have breakfast. And then, but like the way she goes downstairs is different or the way the yeah. house is structured is different because they're centaurs yeah. and they need it differently. Yeah. You know? And like one thing that could be really cool about that is because, because they're centaurs and stairs would be an issue. The stereotype in, um, in school anime is like the main character wakes up upstairs. Yeah. What about make their house a one floor? I don't think that's usual in the Japanese you, culture you, because there's not a lot yeah. of space. So they build everything small and tall. Yeah. So, so I mean, you could do you could do that, or you could even do like instead of stairs, maybe the ramps inside their house, mm-hmm. and I mean, that would be fine, you know. So, you, but see, like each of these little things would allow you to know and understand the world that you are in that much better, and yet they leave, they do none of that, and it just it kills it for me, you know. And that and that was the that was the thing that I had the most interest in in the last anime I watched, dealing with like monster girls and stuff like that. Um, was is it was our world so at least they had some basis there and you just had monster girls in it but they explained it and they they didn't they didn't do they even didn't do like the stereotypical per se Mm -hmm. they tried to go off the off basis and go this is how we're different and i appreciated that because it brought new light to it and it brought a new feel to it and it made it interesting Mm -hmm. at this point we know absolutely nothing about you know, we know uh, we know supposedly how they became to be, but we know absolutely nothing about their life, what they have to do, 
what's different about you know as far as just is it just their their appearance is different or does it have anything extra added to it you know it's like nothing literally and it just infuriates me to no end because again just like with the last one i watched i see so much potential that you could do so much with it and it just kill it so anyways um (sighs) it's, it's another missed opportunity from this studio um I will, like, this show has been the best from the stuff that I've seen from this studio. So if they come out with another one, I'm, I'm going to check it out. If it starts trending downhill, like, <laughs> like it was, then I'll probably drop this studio. But um, yeah. they, they're, they're getting there. Like, this is only the third show that we've seen from them. So, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to be weary of them from now on and just be very, very weary of them. All right. The next show we're going to be talking about is Boku no Hero Academia Season 2. Yes, I know this was not one of the shows that we had talked about uh, during our preseason discussion as far as that goes. But uh, during my time frame watching uh, all the other animes that I was watching, I kept coming across the My Hero Academia, My Hero Academia. And everyone's like, oh my god, My Hero. I'm like, you know what? I got to watch it. I got to see what's going on. I got to see what the hype is and everything. And just... Wow, this is <laughs> an amazing show. You um, were interested when when it very when it started for the very first time. One because it was Bones, and then two because of the comic book style. Like yeah. when season one first came out, I jumped on it and loved it, and I was like, "Oh my god, you gotta watch it!" So I'm glad that you finally got yes. around to it. Yes, I finally got around to it, and I'm current on season two, still going, um, and it's just it's getting better and better. Um, the, the overall story is just it, it it grabs you and it captivates you and it's something I think that a lot of people can honestly relate to because it's an underdog story yep. you know it's taking the place of somebody who has a dream who lives in a world full of heroes and he idolizes like the number one hero above them all and he wants to be just like him and and do good things you know it's not just because he wants to be the hero and you know make money which some of them you know most of them do mm-hmm. but he really honestly wants to do good things and it's he got frustrated with the idea that he couldn't and this is from season one and then ends up finding out from his number one hero that he can through a way of you know their powers and whatnot and it just starts his journey you know and a lot of times you think about these these animes like this you're like oh it's a journey they're doing and he's you know you're gonna do all the schooling all the teaching and everything but i mean we're in season two and we're like some like 12 to episodes in on season two you know something way up there or whatever mm-hmm. and he's still learning but it's getting like I like the progression because it's getting better and better little bits and pieces at a time. And when you when he has and they're doing the underdog so well, because when he has yeah. those moments, when he figures these things out and he succeeds, you feel for him. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, man, sweet. You did it. Woo. You know, and it's just it, that's when, you know, you have, you know, good story and good characters when you get that involved and you feel for the character just as much mm-hmm. so that's to me like you know and then just the different abilities and the different um powers it almost reminds me of um railgun and them because that that city because you see all these different abilities and all these different things and even though it, like for the most part they only have one ability per person mm-hmm. it's how they use them 
that makes it unique and interesting as well. So yeah. like, yeah, I just, this show, it, it, it came at me as a surprise and I'm just, I'm loving each and every episode that I come across. So awesome. Show. Yeah. I, um, I've only seen the first season. Um, I want to rewatch it so I can, um, refresh my memory before I jump into the, the second season. Um, I talked about this last year a lot. Like I, I talked about it through 12 days of anime. I talked about it the three different uh, times on, during the season. Um, so I just want to say now that um, I love the unique powers. Um, like you said, it's an underdog story and we absolutely love those. And it is right now they're doing the tournament arc. So it's um, well, no. Well, okay, yeah. I will say in the beginning of that, like the first couple episodes uh-huh. were tournament. Okay. Now each one has showcased their abilities. The top person won. And now all the heroes and companies of heroes out there saw the capabilities of these students. Uh-huh. And so now each student actually is now under a mentor for a week. Uh-huh. And they're actually. They're in the field. They're learning, mm-hmm. and they're, but they're also in the field, uh, seeing what you know hero responsibilities are and what they do, um, which was awesome for our 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 number one hero because um, God, I can't remember his name. The number one hero above them all. Oh, All Might. All Might. Yeah. yeah. So All Might's mentor actually reached out <gasps> and said he would actually take him under his uh, Deku under his wing. And so that's why he's actually, you know, he's gotten a little bit better. He can control it just a little bit better. But at the same time, seeing him do what he does now with it, you're seeing the potential. And you're like, wow, if he can actually finally get a hold, a grasp on this without killing himself by doing (laughs) it, it'd be great. It'd be freaking awesome. Um, And you know he's going to do amazing things with it when he does. But uh, yeah, every episode, just waiting for more and more to to come out just to see what Uh, what happens and what they do. So Okay, I got to get back on this. (laughs) I I thought it was just going to be a really long, drawn-out tournament arc, but... Ooh. Yeah. yeah. The basis of this, literally, I think it was into season two, I think they did like four to five episodes of uh, the tournament. And then once they got done with that, they've now wheeled it over to the uh, mentor training uh, and hero. So so the other thing I was going to say about it too, Mm -hmm. is you'd think you'd think it being kind of this school vibe kind of thing going on here, that it would be very uh, classic kind of school thing. But I like the fact that there are, you know, school things going on here and it's kind of down to earth, that low vibe with that as well. But the fact that they are heroes and heroes do come in danger, and there are, especially in the se- in the second season, some pretty bad things happen, mm-hmm. and you can actually, it's like one hero actually ends up becoming paralyzed from his uh, from fighting another villain, yeah. essentially. I mean, that's pretty that's pretty major, you know. It's like you're literally saying, you know, this hero, and it was from one of the heroes that you know, they're a relation of. Yeah. So it, it grabs you. But see, it's like one of those things. It's like they literally went there. They're like, you know what? We're going to have one of the heroes. You know, longer could be a hero. I mean, you didn't really know him, but you knew the the person he's related to kind of thing. Yeah. So it's those dark moments. And I like the fact that they're actually throwing that into that. Yeah, they're putting real stakes into the show, which is yes. amazing. So I'm, yes. oh, I'm, 
Okay. We're not, okay. We're not you know, we're uh, not just talking about like little kids going and and playing hero or whatever. No, we're talking about real world. This is their shit's getting fucked up. People are dying, and and there's real consequences for them at least, as far as that goes. And you literally you feel it because of that, because of that realism that they put into it like that. You feel it more before that. So it's just yeah. Um, it's an amazing show. I, 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 uh, I it's probably not like one of my, it, it, it's at least up there. I want to say in my top 10, probably kind of the lower end re- regions of 10, but it's still pretty far up there. Okay. Cool. All right. Um, yeah, I, I gotta get back to this. Cause, um, <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. There was some, there were some questions that I had about it and I'm, I don't want to spoil myself. So, <laughs> cause you know, right. I'll tell you, you know, I'll tell you. <laughs> Yeah. All right. The next show we're going to be talking about is Restaurant to Another World. This was just all sorts of interesting. Um, I'm I'm of the mind that it almost seems like uh, a cross between um, some sort of fantasy version of Food Wars. Okay. You know what I mean? Because like this guy is is, and I'm glad. Okay. Because I remember before we were talking about when we were with the leading up to it, the preseason, that we were kind of we're like worried of, of how far they were going to go with it. I'm glad they went as far as they did with it. I was waiting for cats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I was too. I was like, oh, don't do that to me. Don't do that to me. But the fact that they go, and I, I'm wanting to see even more variety in, in mm. what they've done so far, but I mm. like the direction that it's heading in. Um, you know, especially for me because dragons and everything, and I love dragons. Um, and seeing that, I'm like, oh yeah, this is this is freaking awesome. So, for those of you who have not seen or heard about, because I know this is kind of one of those that I, I think this one and a few others have kind of been pushed under the rug and no people haven't really paid too much attention to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically about a restaurant that during the weekends, there are, I think, is it just, I think it's just one day or is it during the weekends, you think? I think in the synopsis it said like a, like a Saturdays or something like that. I think it was like a one special day. So basically the store is closed to the general public. Like I think the... I don't think they really explain that as far as where it's at, but I think it's somewhere in Tokyo, somewhere in Japan or whatever, mm-hmm. the actual restaurant itself. Um, yeah. But when it's closed to general public, the door, and they really, and I think they, they kind of like barely touched on it, but they haven't really said exactly how this happens. Mm-hmm. But the door will all of a sudden to the to the restaurant itself will appear in other worlds, in other worlds, other times. And basically, this guy who runs it, and he got it from his father, and his father was was also there because I've seen episodes where you see his father and him cooking as well. Okay. For these people, um, they open their doors to whoever comes in and wants food, uh, and you'll have the wide spectrum of people. I've seen lizard men. I've seen uh, samurai um, wizards. Uh, a dragon that took on human form, uh, some count or earl from a, like some dukedom that happened to just come across the door randomly, you know, uh, and the door itself will appear, you know, like when the, when the earl found it, it appeared on an actual log cabin. So he thought he was actually walking into <laughs> a residence uh-huh. and ends up being a restaurant and he got highly confused about it, but that's what it was. Or like with the lizard, or oh, it was an archaeologist. An archaeologist found it in a in a treasure cave, and literally it, the door was just standing there by itself, nothing else around it. And they open the door, and literally it's like walking into the restaurant, 
but literally it's from their world, hmm. you know, and it only appears. Yeah, no, you're right. It is only because it only appears every seven days. Once every seven days, it will appear in locations. Oh, okay. So there's, there's a time, there's a time frame for it. So, but like it intrigues me because like on the first oh. episode, you got it with the, the dragon, um, the dragon okay. lady and she called it her treasure. Yeah, because it, like, appeared right in the middle of her gold coin filled. I love the fact that they did that. Because, I mean, that's, that's, yeah. I haven't seen that dragon-wise in a long time. Because dragons are known hoarders. They yeah. love treasure and love shiny things. So the fact that they had that huge mounds of gold and everything, you know. And she, it was just funny. She, you know, how she got the stew or whatever and then came back and transformed into her normal form of a dragon and had this big pot of stew but it like was tiny but compared to her and just started licking it i was like that's just hilarious honestly yeah. uh, but then the uh the fact that the, it, the demon girl came along and I, i'm guessing that they're in the same world yeah i think so, those two people are definitely in the same world i haven't seen other people yeah, but because she ended up walking in and doing the, all that with with the, with the, the guy who runs the place, and yeah, the girl you see is also the one that's on the the picture from the that we have out there. So I just, I <laughs> she doesn't look I like a demon girl, but she's a demon girl. No, she's a demon girl. Yeah, <laughs> by blood. Uh, by blood. Yeah, and uh, the fact that she agreed to work for him, and then the minute she did. The dragon lady knew, or no, she was looking in. She was looking in to see what was, what was, because I guess she sensed that there was something different inside of her treasure, as she put it. And yeah. she saw the, the demon girl. So then she decided to, uh, to go investigate. Mm-hmm. And I like the fact that, you know, she's, even though that it's someone who came in randomly to her treasure, uh, she's literally, you know, and the demon girl's worried about being like picked on or whatever, or having issues in her life. And when the dragon lady flew flew over, she was like, "You're not gonna have any worries anymore. I'll protect my treasure." And I'm like, "Oh, I like that. That's nice." Yeah, that was so cool. Because like, I, like- I don't know, this the show had kind of a rough start for me because. <laughs> Like you, you, you start with uh, a bunch of the people from different worlds all eating, and like one dude's like, "Oh my god, this is the best with rice," and then they <laughs> others like, "No, this is the best with rice," and they start getting into this like argument, and like they're about to destroy the restaurant, and the dude comes out, he's like, "Hey, y'all, y'all need to cut it out," and they're like, oh, "Okay, I'm sorry." Well, like, no, he's <laughs> like, "If y'all don't, if y'all don't cut it out, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna serve you any more food," and they're like, "Oh, we don't want that. Yeah, no, we're we're good." Yeah. You know, they I, are. <laughs> I don't know. It's like I like the premise of it. It's just I don't think they're really doing a whole lot with it. But I don't I don't necessarily mind that. It's a mm-hmm. weird thing. Yeah, because like that argument started and I was kind of upset. And then the dude came out just cool. I'm like, ah, that is awesome. I like him. Like the only, the very first line he said and he was like on my good list. Then um, when the dragon came out, she's like this voluptuous lady and like, she came and like her butler dude was like she like could you make me a dress and all that kind of stuff and me in my head i'm like why didn't you prepare that before if you're embarrassed <laughs> why are you sitting on top of a pile of gold just naked for while he sews you a dress or whatever and i'm like just uh, and then the way that she treats the demon girl later because she's she's like uh looking on the restaurant because she like you said she notices something different and then um yeah because she sees that the girl's um gonna help take care of the restaurant and then she also um notices that the girl's like worried about things attacking her and stuff like that and she comes over and like puts her like dragon blessing on her like that was that completely flipped my opinion of that character and then also like mm-hmm. how she's in the restaurant and like eating all like 
proper and everything and then when she gets out she's like a giant giant dragon with like a little thimble basically of um of stew of, of stew and then she, uh <laughs> she has to like just drink a little bit at a time yeah. it's um it's like she could just change back into her regular form but now nah, she wants she, she probably feels more comfortable in her dragon form and like it's a big uh it was now all of that made me a, like love that character now um yeah so as far well, as the I show, say, I will say is like for for the fact that she was saying about make me a dress is probably because technically speaking she doesn't care. To her, when she goes into her human form, it's the same as when she's in her dragon form. She's naked. She doesn't mm-hmm. care. But the fact that she's as she probably only does it for the owner. I I can see like she walks in just butt naked. He gets all pissed off at her. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and that's probably happened before. And, she's, and he's been like, no. If you want me to serve you food, no. You know. Stop it. Put some clothes on. Uh, so I was like, that's probably the reason why she didn't have anything prepared. Because technically speaking, she doesn't care. But she kind of does only because she knows she needs it. Otherwise, he won't give her food. Yeah. So. And it's, like, it's, and it, go ahead. Oh, well, I'll say one thing. It's <laughs> unlike a lot of other shows this season. Um, yeah. I love this show because within one episode, you can think of a situation and you already know how other characters will react because they've built the characters like that well so so quickly. Yeah. No, so, I completely agree. I yeah. completely agree. I mean, and and each each episode so far has been just like little snippets. I it's it's all it seems like it's all different worlds that we keep going to and whatnot, but each time we do, we learn just a little bit about who visits and why they do and and the relationship that they have. You know, like I was saying the archaeologist, there was her uncle, who during his last years of his life, stayed in one village, and she kept trying to figure out, this girl that was that was there, kept trying to figure out why her uncle did that. It's like, there's nothing big about this village. In fact, there's only one cave nearby, and it has nothing in it. But here's the thing, nobody ever went there during that time frame when the door appears. So she actually learned through his journal and deciphering his code that there was something that appeared there, and it only happened once time one time every seven days so she made sure to go there and then she entered and found it what it was and you know just like a restaurant they gave her the menu and everything but the guy the owner realized who she was mm-hmm. realized that who she who she was related to um and then ended up talking with her a little bit about uh her uncle and whatnot and she ended up ordering the same thing because she she didn't know what to order so she ended up ordering the same thing coincidentally that her uncle almost always ordered when he was there uh-huh. um, and then when when after she'd eaten and enjoyed it and i think she had like second helpings even he ended up giving her a to-go thing and said it was on the house because of uh well he, he goes every time your uncle came to to eat he would always order one to go so i ended up making one without realizing it uh. to go so this one's on the house from us and, you know and then he asked and found out the uncle had passed away so and he was like well you know you're well. You're more than welcome to to stop by. We're here you know, once a week. You can you can come in. So it was. It's it's those little snippets and like that, you know. And like with the lizard men, the the door appears and it's their way of getting food for their village. So he always takes like to go things as well. Um, but you know, to them, it's. It, I think the person who go who went in there first made it seem like it was a big big thing, big to do. They had to do some fighting, so they always send their most prominent warrior or whatever uh, but he knows what it is 
So he goes in there and he actually, you know, even though he's a lizard man, big, big lizard man, he'll sit down just like any normal person. Uh, he, he takes his he takes his meal and then he he orders things to go, you know, nice. and it's just like it, it, these. And it's just again, it's little stories. So like, this is very much a slice of life, but it's a very interesting slice of life to me. Yeah. So this is what centaur worries should have paid attention to when doing theirs and how they should have approached theirs as far as everything developing like this. So mm-hmm. anyways, yeah, love the show awesome show it's nothing big nothing major it's not gonna hit i don't think anyone's like top 10 list of animes for this year or whatever but it is not a bad anime it is actually really nice and enjoyable it's a nice again slice of life you ease into it you enjoy the story you enjoy the ride for what it is and that's it you know Hmm. so a plus to me Cool. Next show we're going to be talking about is another Another World anime called <laughs> In Another World with My Smartphone. <laughs> this has been... So did you watch the first episode of this one? Yes. Okay, what did you think? I want to see what you thought first. Um, Kind of slow. Yeah. Uh, the main character is okay. Um, they're trying to copy Ren and Ram from, uh, from ReZero. Not ReZero. What is it? What is that one with the? No, I'm pretty sure you were right about that. Oh, ReZero. Yeah, yeah, it's ReZero. Yeah, yeah. They try to copy Ren and Ram for ReZero, um, but it was interesting. I like the main guy. Like he's not <laughs> this. Like one prediction that I had for our upcoming anime was like he. Everybody in the world is dumb, and he's just taking advantage of the situation. But um. No, he's actually, he keeps a little bit to himself. He's not trying to get over on people and, like, take advantage of people. And he's really, really level-headed. Like, the when no, the, person was give, yeah, the person was giving him all of his powers, he's like, oh, thank you. That'd be really cool. And he's like, aren't you worried about this situation? He's like, nah, nah, um, I'll just deal with what I got. So, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, ri- I like him for being like yeah. that. Because, like, that's my attitude. I'm like, well, that sucks. Well, let's make the best of the situation now. So Yeah. Well, and I mean, like, it's not, again, it's not just like you were saying that he's, you know, he got these abilities, but he's still trying to figure them out. Mm-hmm. He's still trying to figure out the extent of what he can do and everything. So he's not 100% sure, but he still tries and does what he can. And it's those those interesting moments that come across where, you know, he realizes he actually can do something. He's like, oh, yeah, actually, sure, let's do that. Yeah, that, that, that works, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it's I can see the wheels turning, and it, you can think that he's actually processing the information and trying to actually come up with solutions that work. Um, so, And then I, I, I completely agree with you. I like the fact that he's he's level-headed, and but he's also, he's a thinker. Yeah. You know, he won't just, he's not overpowered to be overpowered. He's overpowered because he got these abilities, and he has the ability to reason and think outside the box and use them for the the things that he's trying to do. Hmm. So, and that I'm like, heck yeah, he's, he's, I'm all right with him. Um, I can kind of see what you were saying before about the ReZero, the two characters, because it kind of does seem very similar in that regards. Yeah. Um, but there are at least somewhat different, because I mean, before yeah. Yeah. in it's, ReZero, it's... they were demons and everything. And these, they're just trained a warrior and a, a basically a mage kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it was like as soon as I saw them, I'm like, oh, are they trying to do Ren and Ram? Because that was yeah. like those two characters exploded across social media. Yeah, um, no, I agree. So yeah, I guess uh, for people who don't know uh, what this story is about, is basically uh, the main guy that's in the middle of the picture. He um, died because um, God in the world um, dropped some lightning bolts <laughs> and like one of and them accidentally hit him. Hit him? Yeah, so he's like, I'm sorry. 
<laughs> I, uh, I, I, love, I love the fact that when you they, you get first get introduced to that, you're literally seeing. I mean, and they probably did it because you know he's Japanese and everything. So they're literally sitting in the living room on you know typical typical japanese style with like the yeah the that's the time we met they're all sitting yeah. on and everything he's serving him tea being like <laughs> well here you go you know and and they're just and like you said he's he really does take like a calm look at everything because even though he's explaining well you're dead and <laughs> this is what happened he's like oh yeah no i get that i get that you know you're like yeah and he, even he goes, he's like, you're really calm about this. He's like, well, there's not really anything I can do about it. It's already done. So Yeah. <laughs> you said, you I'm, know, he I'm, said like, I'm not actually dead. I'm going somewhere else. So <laughs> Yeah. So I'm just like, heck yeah. You know, I'm, oh, this guy's all right. So but then, yeah. And at the same time, I know, like, the reason, like, the previous fantasy anime that we had watched that did this where the guy dies and he gets reincarnated into another world and ends up taking the goddess with him. Yeah. And, you know, I guess it's nice that he actually... Konosuba. Yeah, Konosuba. It's, he actually had some also forethought into this. Uh-huh. Don't get me wrong, the guy in Konosuba did too, but it was definitely more of a comedic effect as far as that yeah. goes and what happened with that. But Yeah, freaking Aqua was a jerk. So he's yeah. like, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to yeah. take you with me. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. But like with this one, like he had some forethought, and he's like, you know what? This would work. If I had... The ability to use my phone and I could still look things up and have unlimited data for that. Can call, you know, he can't call his old world, but he can still, he can actually call God for what I don't mean, that really hasn't come up yet as far as that goes. But, um, yeah. but then like, I'll give, you know, it's like, okay, well, I do that for you. I'll, I'll give you a few little bonuses too, just to keep you, get you going, you know? Yeah, so it he, was like, so he cool. Him, he gave him like increased phys- physique or kind of like that. And then mm-hmm. also, increased mental capacity yes and and so i was like wow that yeah so it's not so much that he's overpowering him he's just giving him an edge yeah you know he's like this world's a little rough i'm a i'm gonna give i'm gonna give you some supplies because you, you might need it you, you, you might need them just to get you going so yeah. but again i'm dumb it, it's nothing it, it kind of like with restaurant at the end uh to another world um there's nothing necessarily like overly amazing about this anime Mm-hmm. As far as anything goes, it's nice, and I I appreciate I enjoy it, but you know it's nothing like again it's not going to hit anyone top top ten list by all yeah. means, but it's still a good anime, and I think people should give it an opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know, just like with the restaurant in another world, there's other animes that are probably overshadowing it. Yeah, but you know, I'd still for other people out there watching, I'd say give it a shot, see what you think about it, because it's not a bad anime by mm-hmm. any stretch of the means yeah i um one also thing that uh i liked about his giving bonuses and everything other than giving him bonuses to survive survive in his world um when he asked for the cell phone it's like it's like god thought about it and he's like you know what your phone uses gps so let me update your map to the actual world that you're in so you can actually yeah. find your way around and i was like that i didn't even think about that like that is the that was so it blew my mind. I was like, "Dude, this God yeah. in this world is awesome." <laughs> yeah. So he's actually very considerate. He actually understands that I couldn't use it otherwise. All right, yeah, you know, yeah. totally on board with that. So yeah, um, trying to think what other than him being in the world, like, did they do anything? Like that he met the girls, he fought the uh, the wolves. They learned that he can use every type of magic, and then I think yeah. it ended. 
on the first episode. Well, and then not only can you use every type of magic, but like there's a specific type of magic. It's very it's a personal magic. Yeah. And usually only one person like the personal magic is literally only for that one person and no one can uh-huh. ever teach that magic to anyone else but he can actually learn all personal magic yeah okay. so and, and again it's not he's not being overpowered because that is an overpower ability but he has to actually learn them and even he has said even though his his mental capacity has been expanded he still doesn't have enough mental capacity to be able to learn actually all of them so he's yeah. kind of having to be picking choosy about mm. which ones he learns and understands Okay. So, but still, I mean, freaking awesome. And, and, and the things that happen, like he's literally at this point to me, he's trying to, he's just, he's just trying to live his life. He's just trying to do the right thing, live his life in this world, try to figure things out and, you know, just enjoy himself pretty much. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But like things that he keeps happening, it's almost like one of those coincidence things. Yeah. Um, Cause later on he ends up coming across a, uh, a carriage in distress there was a some evil mage or whatever that was summoning monsters to attack it, and they end up coming to the rescue, mm. and end up finding out that the person they rescued was the daughter of the brother of the king. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and on top of that, then he used the ability that he'd literally just learned of of moving of teleporting objects to him, small objects, because uh, the butler, which was a close friend to the daughter, had gotten shot with, a, oh. with an arrow. And it was wedged in there. They couldn't do the healing for it because they, otherwise it might cause more issues. Yeah. So he ended up teleporting it out and the other person healed right then and there. Ah. You know, and then they end up finding out like later on that the wife to the brother of the king um, <laughs> was blind from an ailment that they'd had. And they tried all sorts of healing. There was there was one person who had, yeah, big shocker. Everyone's staring at him when he says this. Personal magic that could have healed it, but he died and no one else has that magic that they've been able to find. So then all of a sudden, all of his companions look at him. And And of course, what ends up happening, he learns about the magic and is able to heal it. So all of a sudden he becomes in favor of the brother to the king. Wow. You know, and so it's just like these things that are happening. Yeah, they're kind of like random good luck windfalls in his favor kind of thing. Yeah. But it is stuff that he had to make that choice of whether or not he was going to do that. He, like, he didn't have to save the the daughter as they were being attacked from the carriage uh-huh. uh, outside of town, but he did. you know. And he didn't have to escort her back and then find out that the wife was stricken with an ailment that he could actually learn something from and cure. Uh-huh. You know? So all of these, it, it shows, I guess, more towards his character as well. So yeah, just different things. I'm like, you know what? It's not... Anywhere near AAA title anime or whatever, but at the same time, it's still a pretty damn good anime. So okay, cool. Um, so yeah, it looks like they're just going on random adventures. Um, uh, I don't know. It's like I like, I don't not like this one. Yeah, but I don't know if that's enough for me to like continue, continue it right now. Right now. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I'd say it's it's good enough to check out. It's um, it's a pretty cool average anime. Um, there isn't anything like super amazing about it but i don't notice any flaws in it um yeah like a lot of the characters like super considerate and everything so um and also the uh so far from the first episode the 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 more active sister not the not the one that uses magic she doesn't sound like a tsundere where she's like it's not like i blah 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 
It, it's, yeah, it, no, no, she no, no, hasn't no. said that I have, yet. I have yet to come across the point uh, with her that I've actually seen that happen. So you're good on that regards. Yeah, so I hope she doesn't because yeah. that I hate that's a that's a that, I hate that line. So um, yeah, so it's good. You should check it out. Absolutely. All right. The next show we're gonna be talking about is Kronos Ruler Chikano Shihaisha. <sighs> <laughs> I feel I feel like centaur, centaur life all over again. I really do. <laughs> it just seems like there was wasted potential on this. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you watched the first episode in this one, right? Yeah. What do you think? Um, like, okay, just like with Iman, as far as that goes, I'll just say this right from the get go. I think the pacing was just all over the damn place. Yeah, it was a mess. Um, <laughs> Especially the end. Yeah, it's uh, so okay. As far as animation and technical aspect, the 3D looks good. Um, yeah. I did, see, that's the thing. I didn't. That's saying something. Usually I have yeah. an issue when it comes to 3D animation and everything. Yeah. I didn't even mind it. But that's because it was only during certain things. They didn't, they didn't overuse it. They only did it during certain scenes and whatnot, and I appreciated that. Yeah, and it matched. It's yeah. not like handshakers where they just barf up shiny metal everything and just spin you around like a hurricane or throwing garbage at you um it's (laughs) there it was like they're running well not running through the streets but like hopping from building to building through the streets and you actually get to see cool angles while they're doing that um the the monster that they look like looked like a mix between venom and hanzo's arm from naruto with all the eyeballs on it yeah and i thought that was kind of cool but there were certain parts in the anime where I don't think the monster was being held down, but he was just kind of standing over there, just like letting people talk before he goes and like, y'all finished talking? Can I attack now? And I'm like, it, it was kind of weird. Um, yeah. But overall, the story is, um, it became epic at the end. Like, they hooked me it, at it, the end. It did, but like, God, that pacing. Yeah. Pacing. And then to throw in, like, just randomly, just absolutely randomly, you know, they're like, from that entire thing, and and they never corrected her on it, she kept going, oh, you two are brothers, you two are brothers, yeah. you're the older brother, yada, yada, yada. And then, just as, like, a last, literal last <laughs> line, you find out he's the father instead, and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. And they're like, end. And you're like... <laughs> no, no, no! What are you? No, stop it! We're gonna throw, but and, and the way the casual way in which he said it too, I'm like, are you serious? You're gonna throw like a bombshell on somebody and then just have it be casual, be like, oh no, he's not my brother, he's my father. And what? <laughs> God. Yeah. Anyway. That yeah. just irked me to no end, I swear. <laughs> it seriously so, did. So, with me, I'm watching it, and I'm like... So, the show's, like, going all over the place. It's like, um... What is it? Oh, they did the same thing that Emon did in freaking Spirit Pack. It's like, he's fighting a monster, and then this girl just wanders into the fight. They don't really acknowledge her. And then, 
Um, the dude gets all cocky and he's like, ha, I shall hear your screams of death any minute now. Yeah. Any, any minute now. And I'm like, what is he doing? Is he talking to her or is he bragging? And then his brother father comes out of nowhere and was like with a crowd of girls. He's like, hey, girls, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, and he's like, why didn't you kill the monster? And I'm like, oh, they had something set up. Okay. That's w- nobody's talking to the girl. Like, did you, st- did you not see her? <laughs> and then the other dude points her out and then he finally talks to her and when they go to like the cabernet which i'm like why are you taking this girl to a cabaret and like kind of explain some backstory i'm like oh okay um that's fine and then they go start chasing again and then like they start talking and leave the monster alone again so i'm like i hate when i hate when anime do that like everything's happening at the same time you're fighting the dude and you're talking you're not you don't just stop fighting the dude and then go talk it's it, it was weird but um as far as the characters go i'm like oh okay cool they like i like the way that the two brothers at first were like interacting and i'm like it was kind of weird like how i feel like they should have earned it a bit more how um when he just used his ultimate power all of a sudden and um like lost a chunk of his memories and the way that he was acting i couldn't tell what he was missing because i don't know him yet yeah so and, and, and then on top of that, it's like not only that, but you um like you they it's obvious that they want you to feel for the character. Mm-hmm. Like this is a pretty serious thing. He's losing, you know, his life, his memories, you know, eventually it'll turn back too far and just like that one that one woman, he'll just turn to dust, just like just like she did kind of thing. Yeah. And, you know, I get that. And and honestly, when that girl did in the first episode, I felt more for her than I do for the brother father yeah. as far as that goes. Yeah. And it's like, I know you're wanting us to feel in that same regards, but I just don't, I'm not invested in this character yet. I don't have, you know, I don't know him. I don't feel for him. I don't. And, and to me, honestly, and I know it's just because they're wanting to showcase how young he is and his attitude, but his attitude just irks me more than anything else yeah he was annoying and i'm like good get away from me <laughs> yeah so i'm just sitting here going like if you're trying to go for this i think you're going about it the wrong way mm-hmm. as far as that goes so <sighs> yeah here again just like with iman the centaur life there was a lot of potential they had created a very interesting world and it's relatable in regards to the whole people wishing to turn back time mm-hmm like that is something I think everyone, and as we said in the pre in the preseason talk about this, everyone can have a, a relation to and think about and, and be able to identify with, is the idea that at one point in your life you've always said something about wanting to turn back time, wanting to, you know, take back something that you did or said, mm-hmm. and that's where these creatures come from. Which is, and in my opinion, that's very cool. Mm-hmm. And to think that there is somebody out there actually fighting these creatures again, awesome. I'm totally on board with that. But the way that it's just going about, I just, you know, I almost feel like we're, we're, they're trying to take something akin to a uh, full metal alchemist. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Kind of how the, this, the, the preparation and how they're, they're, they're searching for something and they're fighting in that same sense. You know what I mean? Cause you got, they're, they're searching, they're questing just like the Alrics were. They're, mm-hmm. they're both not quite, how they used to be they've gained yeah. abilities they've lost certain things and they're just trying to get back what it was that they lost yeah but it just does not have the same impact 
the characters themselves do not have the same impact as it did in Full Metal Alchemist. So yeah, well, I think um just like <laughs> just like how Centaur should have been, this show should have started out with a crazy battle and then backtrack like yeah like backtrack to i hate <laughs> i hate how that's the trend where it's like show me something cool to hook me in and then backtrack and slowly ramp back up to that i i i hate that i keep using that again but it's better than what some of these people are trying that are that's different because you end up being lost yeah so i kind of wish that there was like this crazy battle and everything and then and see- I didn't even realize like what it was that they were doing until because I didn't watch the whole of the second episode, but I watched most of it. Uh-huh. And you end up coming across they come across this huge uh, one of those monsters, uh-huh. and they end up finding because it was in yeah, it's huge venom monster. But it it was because they were in a town that allotted gambling, and there was so many people in that town that wanted wanted that that they came that this this creature came from it, Ooh. and but see here's the thing then you end up finding out that that creature that appeared is the same one that basically bit into his father, who's causing ah. him to, and and then they start going on like they want to kill him. To try to gain back, like this was never explained, was never even detailed, and all of a sudden you're having to catch up and go, oh, this is what they're trying to do. They're trying uh... to kind of come and find this creature, but then, then for some reason, this creature turns into a human. Yeah, like it was a big, and like unlike the other ones, it was it was a big white amorphous blob with eyes and stuff like that. And then when he comes, when somebody apparently has control over him, didn't explain that either. But somebody apparently has control over him, and they he, they called him back because all of a sudden, and here's another thing: there are there are more than just those two guys fighting these things. Which I I just automatically assumed that. Um, I didn't. You, you do, but yeah. it's never explained. Hmm. Never explained. You don't know if there's is is it just? But to see apparently this girl that is also fighting them knew of these guys and and all of a sudden i hadn't didn't watch any further because eventually i was just like i can't anymore <laughs> but apparently she's claiming to be the father's wife so now i'm like wait is this an organization or is this all just in the family uh so i mean it's like the more they try the more questions get the more questions you have you know yeah and i'm like you keep you keep backsliding and having to throw these stuff in to try to do explanation, but the more explanation you try to throw in there, the more questions you end up having. Yeah. And it's only because you started so far into it, and now everyone else is trying to catch up with what you saw or what you did. Uh-huh. So I just, ah, again, another show with wasted uh-huh. potential. <laughs> with just bad writing as far as just the actual plot and pacing of it goes. Mm-hmm. Just, ah, <laughs> what's wrong with these people mm-hmm. anyways yeah <laughs> this would maybe a drop <laughs> all right the next show we're gonna be talking about is token rambu katsugeki ah uh, this is very interesting uh to me at least um i i kind of like this was one of those instances where like we read the summary for it and what was going to be it was going to be about and then like both of us kind of just looked at each other questioningly because we're like, 
do we accept that this is exactly what it's going to be about? Or <laughs> is the summary for this not exactly telling you everything? Because it seemed like the summary of this was not exactly telling you everything. So you're looking at it going, what? How, why, where, when, what, what's going on here? Um, but for some reason, it's exactly what it is. Yes. <laughs> it is exactly what it is. I'm just, I'm just amazed. Um, but I don't, I don't dislike it. Mm. I'm, I kind of enjoy it. Uh, I think it's got a pretty decent, um, like the looks of it's nice. Yeah. And the characters are, are, I'm, I'm enjoying those. Yeah. Like the, each, I like the fact that each of these, these weapons that are now turned into people, essentially. Um, they each Swords were a cute boys. <laughs> yeah. They each have their own personality. So <laughs> I like that. They, it, it differentiates them and it makes them more defined and relatable in a lot of ways because you have different quirks and different aspects of them because of it. So mm-hmm. um, I'm not sure, though, how I feel about the young one. Mm-hmm. I know, I know he's the, the, the new kid on the block, essentially, and he's kind of in training, but I don't know necessarily how I feel about him because he almost seems like they push it a little too far about the fact that he's the new guy kind of thing. And his personality kind of gets a little hectic and crazy, you know? And I'm like, okay, come on now. You got to stop. Stop and think about this for like a second, you know? I'm worried that somebody's going to die because of him. Yeah. I get that feeling too. I really do. Um, but it's like it, it. It. This is one of those instances. I know we were just talking about in Chronos uh, that you know they don't really tell you a whole lot. Mm. But like this is one of those instances where they explain. I think just enough. They explain just enough to to get you involved. Mm-hmm. And then while we're trying to stop these extremists from changing the past in order to fit their future they kind of go back into details about kind of what's going on you know mm-hmm. so those are those little instances like that i'm i'm guess i'm more agreeable to because yeah. i think it's just enough they have just barely done it but it's just enough um and i don't know i guess it's a stereotypical anime but like their commander like i'm like oh, wow come <laughs> on really you're gonna have like a uh what he, he looks like he's in his mid twenties, if if anything, if not younger. <laughs> Be the commander and supreme chief who can summon these weapons into people and whatnot. I'm just like, all right, whatever. <laughs> I was, you know, at least half expecting somebody a little more grizzled or looking like, because I mean, they, they've supposedly been in this war with these, you know, time travel extremist history changers for it seems like a long time, mm-hmm. and yet, you know, yeah, it just seemed weird, anyways. Um, okay. Yeah, no, I'm 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 intrigued, and and it almost seems like I haven't like looked up the information, but I'm almost curious as like the information that you get, like how much of this did they actually base in fact? You know what I mean? Yeah, because they're going back in time and they're taking excerpts from things that happened supposedly. I'm curious if it's actually something that actually happened in Japan's history. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like when did the steamboat actually arrive? in japan and when that giant fire is that something that actually did take place during that time frame or whatever uh-huh. you know i'm kind of curious about that just because i'm like how how authentic did they make this yeah so. and that's a that's a, like a hallmark to how good the show is is like we're actually left in the dark with a lot of what's going on because it may be based on actual history and then also we don't know exactly who we're fighting against all we've seen are like just the soldiers we don't know the leader on the other side 
um we don't know like one thing that was really cool is um it's one of the things where it's like like this <laughs> the stereotype that i've been saying this whole show is um show something really cool and then backtrack well basically they introduced all the characters because something bad was like they they needed help but yeah. then the very next episode could just be those same two dudes again and we had enough excitement to get hooked in to where we're like ah oh, dude i can't wait to see that dude again but i don't it doesn't i I won't be upset that I, if I don't see them for like another couple episodes because the two guys that we're with are interesting enough to where yeah. we don't have to see um, something even more interesting to uh, go after that. Um, one thing I really like about the show is that it's um, it's UFO table. So like the animation, like this animation style is gorgeous. Uh, they animate on a higher frame rate, so everything's a lot smoother than other shows. Um, and then I do like the style that they're using for this because it, um, it looks like a lot of their other shows and, but it's, it's slightly different. It's kind of, kind of flat and like, um, it kind of reminds me of, uh, what was that show? Like Samurai Jack, where it's like a lot of black, a lot of darkness, there's some reds in there. Yeah. And, um, it's cool because like, we're on, like, he, basically explain that they they get transported to parts in time where something like basically the bad guys are going to change history and then they fight against the bad guys to make sure history stays the way it's supposed to be um one thing that would be really cool is like it probably won't happen because the bad guys look so evil but what if it's like we're the good guys are the bad guys and like we they've already changed history and now the bad guys are coming to try to fix it but then yeah the people were following stopped it and it ends up staying bad um, because I don't know, that would be really cool because, because the leader on this side looks so young and innocent, that would be like something really, really cool. But I, I, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, yeah, no, it yeah. would be cool, but I don't think it will happen. Yeah. Uh, the show, the show is good. Excellent enough without that to happen, but that would be, that, that would like hurt. I would be like, no, this whole time. <laughs> but, yeah. um, yeah, um, I am definitely keeping up with the show, the animation, like the fights are amazing. Um, yeah. like the enemies look crazy. Um, the, the heroes in the show are not like they can be hurt. So, um, mm. I, I like how they're vulnerable and like, I, I'm, I'm scared that like that main guy, like the main strong guy that's training the young guy. I, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like he's going to die. I hope not. Or he's going to get like seriously hurt. And then the young guy's going to like, finally like step up, step up. But yeah. Uh, I, I hope it that there's like it's this show is so cool that there's like all these amazing possibilities that are going off in my head and I'm like they're probably gonna do something that I didn't even think about so like this show makes me excited and I really really like it yeah no I agree I mean this is yeah. probably one of the one of the upper as far as the shows out this season I think is probably again like way up there in regards to the everything for it and it just like with with uh, uh the academia uh anime i'm mm -hmm. every time i see one of these come out i'm, I'm always excited to watch yeah so oh yeah so Good yeah stuff. definitely check this out if you're a ufo table fan you will absolutely love this and if you're not you will probably become a ufo table fan <laughs> um let's see join the dark side yes the next show we're gonna be talking about is knights and magic this show this has been like a, a, a wow. This, <laughs> this, I think this show just kind of floored me when it came out. Mm -hmm. And again, I think this is another one that's not as nearly as appreciated and whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, but this 
Oh man, I don't even know where to begin with this one. The the main character, okay, so in case you didn't know, it's again, it's another one where someone dies and they get reborn into another world. They didn't explain that. Huh? They didn't explain it. No, they didn't explain it. Which I'm like, but, I get it, but you should have at least told me. Yeah, but at the same time, like, from that point on, like, I'm on board. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> like, once they after, neglected after to that, tell after us. After that initial, like, literally after that, I'm like, this is awesome because yeah. um, you basically have a person who is a a genius programmer um he just he, he can absolutely program damn near anything he's just so good at it dies gets reborn into this other world and this world has giant monsters and, and i mean just freaking huge monsters yeah. sometimes. and um but they have these mechs that they have created and they almost look like just really giant uh, knights, essentially. Yeah. But they have these mechs that they've created in order to combat these creatures. Uh-huh. And the guy who died, not only was he a programmer, but he loved mechs. Yeah. Like, he had so many models he kept making. Like, he knew everything about them as far as he could and just absolutely loved the whole concept and idea of mechs. So when he came to this world and saw that there were mechs here, oh, he was just absolutely thrilled. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, is that he's actually, in order to control and use these mechs, you actually have to have a certain uh, aptitude with magic because it kind of rides off that and thrives off that. Um, but with his his uh, background in programming, he broke it down. And this is what, what kills me is, you know, this is the first time I've seen someone do this. He took magic as a core concept and broke it down as programming, essentially. Yeah. And that's how he's able to understand and utilize it as well as he does. Yeah. And he utilizes it so well. Just wow. Um, so training himself and stuff like that. There's one little thing about that that, I, um, that I'm kind of curious about. So he's basically advancing the technology that their culture is like based upon yeah. so much. But he's not sharing the like sharing the knowledge well it's because he's figuring that out yeah because like, like he the, can the basically fly doing, around well yeah but the stuff that well okay so he is but see here's the thing i don't think he's necessarily he is sharing that with the two friends that he made yes but see here's the thing they asked him mm-hmm. nobody's asked him how he does what he does yeah and like his teacher's a jerk to him so see, that's what i'm saying it's like yeah so i'm if, like if they actually asked him and went how do you do this I am almost like 99.9% sure he would literally go, okay, this is how I do it. He would yeah. tell them, but nobody asks him. You know what? And, and I think because he's, yeah, I'm pretty sure because he's so focused on like, I got to get to these mechs that he's not even like concerned about. Like I need to get from here to there faster so I can get to the mechs faster. So I'm going to invent some technology to get me here to here faster. He's not yep. like thinking about society or anything like that. Nope. And plus the adults around him are jerks. So I can yeah. see that one part, but I'm like, part of me is all like, why don't you share a little bit? So what do you mean? I, I kind of hope be... they deal, deal with that a little bit. In a way, not in a jerky well, way. How, how much, how much, how much have you watched so far of it? <laughs> Everything Just, uh, one episode. Okay. Yep. Okay. So basically, as you go along, he is now building his own mech. But see, he is actually, he's modifying an existing mech that was kind of out of commission. Mm -hmm. And that's that's his first step. That's how he's learning about how these things function and the basic program, you know, like everything behind it. Mm-hmm. Is he's modifying an existing one, and then he's going to build his own afterwards. He's even said like he's made amazing leaps 
and modifying this existing one, which is something that nobody in like hundreds of years have done. Mm-hmm. Like these things have been this way for who knows how long. Yeah. And it's there was like that one a, guy that has usually, modified some stuff, but I guess he's modified it like way more. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. See, but here's the thing, though, is usually when it takes giant leaps, it takes hundreds of years. Like, it's a momentous oh. occasion when somebody actually makes a modification that works. And he's making modifications like crazy. Nice. It's amazing people all over the place. Um, but it's his understanding of it and how uh-huh. he he perceives it and wants to create something that will function even better than what is currently available, you know? Mm-hmm. And but see, here's the thing. He is actually like the the one he's modified. He's showing the pilot of that one what he is doing, and he and the pilot is, is then test running it for him. So in a way, he is teaching other people that what he is that he's doing. But here's the other thing. Now there's another faction that is trying to steal his ideas. Uh... So you have on the one hand, yeah, he is sharing ideas. But you have on the other hand, somebody's trying to take those ideas from him yeah okay that's cool that's cool so but see and then when i watched um there was an episode where he ends up fighting a like it was a giant like turtle armored monstrosity and he ends up taking it down through specific means i won't go into Mm. um while piloting a a mech that he kind of quote-unquote borrowed um, <laughs> well, they had run away from battle, and he ended up finding them, jumping into the machine. They yeah. knocked, he knocked them out, and then just took control over it and found a way to make it work for him. So, which was cool. Yeah. But like when he defeated it, I was reading on the comments uh, on Crunchyroll while I was watching it, saying, um, "Well, great, he's he's defeated this like you know because when they when they first introduced this monster, they were like, oh my god, it's like a Legion class kind of uh, monster because it was so huge." Um, they're like, we don't know, you know, we we might not actually have the resources to be able to take it down. Uh, and and the person commenting was like, well, great. And now he's com- defeated something that was like a Legion class. Where is he going to go from there? And I'm like, really? Come on. If they had a monster that was a Legion class, there's probably going to be even worse out there. You mm. just don't know about. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, I mean, I kind of look at it in that sense as if you're considering him to be overpowered. I mean, look what they did with um, One Punch Man. You know, here again, someone's completely overpowered, but they still had things that he had to do and and conflicts that came about because of it. So and again, it, 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 with him, it was like internalized as far as like the heroes that he was working with. And it seems like for me and in, in Knights and Magic. The people that he's working with, there are some of them in there. Some of them are trying to help him and, and exceed in this, and some of them are actually trying to take his ideas. Yeah. So there's there's I think there's a lot of potential in this one. I'm really looking forward to seeing how they would where they go with it. So yeah. Uh, let's see. Hmm. Uh. <laughs> so basically, I am on board for the show. Like, um, I was tripped up a little bit because they kind of like jumped in the story and like he he didn't acknowledge that he's in another world he was just like yeah. ooh mix let's yeah. keep going <laughs> um, I can't necessarily say I blame him but yeah. <laughs> then, you uh, think I'm in a world with mechs, you're like hell yeah let me get one of those <laughs> then um let's see then what was it? I was hooked um I was hooked like it was hooked like in a secret at the end when they uh did the one battle because basically they were doing like a training exercise or something like that. And they were taking the class like out to, uh, to like a battlefield or something. I can't remember exactly what it was. And, uh, things went wrong and like, there were way more monsters than there were supposed to be. And they're like trying to evacuate, but then him and his, uh, 
him and his two friends like showed up in the uh to kind of like delay the attack while the like actual soldiers showed up and like helped everybody um that was like as soon as he started like flying around and like fighting then i was like yeah i'm good i'm ready to go so um, i'm definitely going to continue the show um there aren't really like because you've explained like why my one my one question about him sharing like his knowledge um i don't really have anything like bad about this show other than like little technical things that a lot of other anime have and that's like the look of the monsters and the look of the um of the mechs the mechs are better than the monsters the monsters are kind of shiny looking and don't really match the animation but I can easily get over that because there's a lot of uh, other animes that um, do the same thing. So um, I don't really have barely any like yeah. anything I mean, crucial as far as against like, this show. So as far as like any of the animes out there, I mean, I, I would say I would rate this as like for this season, like at least you know number two or number three, mm-hmm. as far as like up there for that. Cause so at least the ones that I've watched. So, mm-hmm. but you know, yeah, awesome. Highly yeah, I'll definitely say check this out. Now. Um, if you're into like magic and mechs <laughs> then. And see, i'm not even into mechs i'm not even like a huge fan of mechs and i like this one yeah 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 because it's it's not it's it's not about the mech it's about people around the mechs and what go what goes into the mech mm-hmm. so um and it's not like a like based on like all the soldiers in the military and stuff like that it's it's you're following a character who doesn't necessarily want to be in the military? He just wants a man, and he's going through. <laughs> he, he's going through exactly. any means he can to like <laughs> to just get a man. And he's like, I just want to be in one and walk around. Like, I don't care just, about fighting yeah, for the country and all that kind of stuff. And do that. I don't yeah. care. I just want one of these things. This yeah. is cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's that's re- really really cool about this show. The next show we're gonna be talking about is. Made in Abyss. Ah, this yes. is one I have unfortunately not had the opportunity to watch because, well, it is exclusives, and we all know about exclusives are wonderful. Anyways, go ahead. Yeah. So, um, so over on Anime Strike, Amazon's double pay- <laughs> double paywall garden. Um, yeah, that's a good way to put it too. Yeah. Um, it is. I love the show. I I was expecting what this show gave me and it gave me that plus more smiles um so basically there is a um something happened and there was this giant hole in the ground in abyss and people um discovered it they started finding some valuable things in the abyss in the upper levels and they are curious to see what's at the bottom or what's in the lower levels like if there's more valuable items or um, just crazy um, valuable resources and stuff like that. So basically, you're following this girl and this uh, this uh, guy, which is the girl from the picture, but not the guy from the uh, picture because that's actually an android. They don't know in the first episode that I've seen. They don't know where it came from, but they kind of and um, he either saved her on purpose or by accident because. She was being chased by that little flying worm thing that's in the picture. And um, she was about to get eaten. And then all of a sudden, this laser beam just comes out of nowhere and hits the thing and it runs off. And then she kind of like <laughs> traced the laser through the <laughs> through the array of holes through like a bunch of trees and through a cliff. 
and followed it to like the top of this tree where the dude was just kind of like, I don't know what happened. Like he was fighting something and it knocked him out and he fell into the tree and his hand fell over and like shot a hole through the cliff and a bunch of trees and just happened to save her. <laughs> but, um, nice. <laughs> they don't like, you don't know. All you do is you find him. He's like kind of busted up and he's laying in the top of a tree and she like drags him. Uh, was well, her and her friend who's they're on an expedition with, um, looking for resources. Um, the dude, the dude gets attacked and he's like, um, he almost cracked his head open. He's like laying off in a cliff. She's being chased by the monster. And then once every the monster goes away, I would think you'd go help your friend who's bleeding from his head. But she went and followed the holes to where the laser came from and found a robot. And, uh, the dude was okay because they meet up later. He's like, man, I found some stuff. And she's like, I found a robot. <laughs> and, um, they both drag him. Yeah, they they drag him to um to their I guess dorm because it's like I don't know if it's like an orphanage or a school, but it's um like a bunch of students living in these rooms and it's kind of like a Little Witch Academia where it's like it's a school but they live there, um and like they're t- they're like a couple of the teachers are interesting I think um one of them is like the mean old lady but she has like a she has a like a nice sweetheart inside inside that hard exterior and uh i thought she was really cool um the guy that's with the uh, the main girl he's kind of laid back he knows that she likes going into crazy stuff and he's kind of like there she goes again so he's like he's used to crazy stuff happening and then the girl she's just like oh my god i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna do that and she's like all over the place um so once they like create a diversion to sneak the robot into their like dorm room they uh <laughs> they try to get him to wake up and <laughs> i can't remember exactly what she does but it's something to the effect of taking two um what are the that that cable jumper cables basically taking two jumper cables attaching it to his nipples and like cranking it up <laughs> something to that effect i can't remember i watched this like a month ago so i can't remember exactly what happened but she flipped a switch and, and damn near fried him <laughs> Oh wow! so like all the electricity went out in the building because she flipped that switch and um and he's like he woke up and he's like sitting there smoking and i'm like oh my god why did you do that so of course everybody's all like oh my god what did she do this time and they like come to her room and she's like trying to hide stuff so this show is adorable it's hilarious um I like the characters and um, I'm curious to see like what like she she basically wants to go down lower into the lower levels of the abyss, which have uh, more of those like snake monsters plus more dangerous monsters. But she wants to go down there because she has this goal. And I can't I can't remember if it's like she had a parent who died and she wants to like be like them and like do with do what that person did or She's trying to make a name for herself. I can't remember exactly because I watched this a while, uh, while ago. But it's she has a goal and people are trying to hold her back because it's dangerous down there. She's on the higher levels and she almost got uh, eaten by a monster and the dude almost cracked his head open. So I'm like, yeah, girl, like slow it down a little bit. So I think this robot's going to kind of distract her from that and like 
she'll get into like other dangerous situations rather than heading down or she'll hey hey you got lasers come with us down to these deeper things you can help protect us yeah so um yeah this show made me laugh uh the character designs are cute i um i love this style of show like it reminds me of a lot of my favorite shows um where it's like kids going on an adventure. Like if it was me, I'm like, nah, like I don't want to go anywhere near them giant snake things. So yeah, y'all, yeah, y'all go, go, <laughs> y'all go. So, um, I don't know. I just, I don't think like, it sounds like I would really enjoy it, but I think the only thing that I would, I would trip me up is the uh, style of the animation. Cause I just don't know if I could get over that. Yeah. It just yeah, seems it's, it's like that. a weird style. Yeah, it's that it's that watercolored backgrounds, like everything's like kind of pastel and um, kind of washed out, and then like the big bubbly headed kids, yeah, with the big feet, big hands. So um, yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a style that I, that I like. Um, like Little Witch Academia has the sim a similar mood and like kind of atmosphere where it's you're in school, you go on like excursions that may be dangerous. But as long as as long as you stay within the lines, you shouldn't get killed. But of course, you're going to go out of the lines. So um, mm-hmm. it's cool. It's like fun kids adventure. And I, I really like See, that. And I, I think as far as the storyline and everything goes, I'd really enjoy it. And it sounds yeah. hilarious. But I don't know that animation. Sometimes yeah. I have an issue with that where it's like the animation It's like with me in 3D. I can even though it's a good storyline or whatever, I have sometimes issues with incorporating like a 3D animation into there. It just kills it for me. So I don't mm-hmm. know. I might try it if it ever ends up coming available to me to actually watch. Yeah. Anyways. Alright. The next show we're gonna be talking about is Princess Principal. This was one I was also interested in watching, but again. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, Amazon has a stranglehold on you, so you know. Yeah, so this is another one on Anime Strike. Um, from the trailer, uh, it's exactly what I thought it was gonna be. It's uh, it's basically girls who go to a fancy school by day, but then are assassin spies at night. Um, this is kind of a steampunk anime where there's the technology in there is based on something that like something similar to technology from the past like like um using steam powered engines and stuff like that but future like <laughs> in present day and slightly f- more future technology versions of it um so basically there's this agency that um takes care of things that need to be taken care of um in the shadows and uh these girls uh are do all the the dirty work um the story's kind of complicated because there's like all these there's different agencies and like um and like they double cross each other so i don't know who's really a good guy or who's actually a bad guy um in the first episode there was this one guy his sister's sick she has some kind of um weird disease that's caused by um there's something happening in the world like in the world it's kind of it's kind of like a little bit of a dystopia but not like apocalypse level dystopia um Mm. and his sister is sick and she's in the hospital and he want he needs money to um to pay for her her treatment but because he's a scientist there's people who want them they're like if you help us do create this like weapon or something for nefarious reasons 
then we'll give you the money to help your sister. And they kind of blackmail him. Um, what these girls in this agency do, they basically are going to just sneak in, capture both of them, and then send them off to safety without, um, like, they don't, they don't need him to, like, make something for them. They're just, like, doing, doing what's right. And, um, when they sneak into the hospital, it's super cool. It's like one, because I'm not like a hundred percent familiar with the characters and like some of the nurses and everything look similar to them. So you would see, you would pop up in the hospital and like somebody would come in through the window and you're like, okay, that's one of that's one of our people. And then, um, somebody would like take a bedpan away and you're like, is she with us? And then like another person would come in and like talk to the girl and like, oh, okay, she's with us. And then like, they would just disappear. And I'm like, what happened? <laughs> Y'all are too good. I don't know what's going on. But uh, that was really, really cool. And then um, they get into this um, high-speed chase when they're actually taking the brother, the scientist guy, to their um, to their hideout. Like, this one girl, she has this, like, anti-gravity ball. But then, just like with uh, Darker Than Black, there's, like, good things and bad things about it. Where she uses it, but then it overheats. And, like, it's kind of like a little little nuclear reactor or something like that so it's like she can use it for like a certain amount of time but then once she's done with it she needs to like put it in this like cooling canister and like she puts it in it's like and i'm like oh so um the technology that they use in this uh this anime is really cool and like they have this kind of old style um car or it looks kind of like a hearse but then it has like the wheels with that like long stylish hump over each wheel and uh, it, that thing travels at like 200 miles an hour. And it's like <laughs> all the cars do. And they're like, they're in this like old school looking hearse and they're just like flying through the streets. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> I'm like, are there any regular cars? Because <laughs> if so, then I would be terrified to drive on the, in the roads. Um, okay. So there's like really, really cool aspects about it. Um, as far as the characters goes, there's one girl, oh, the uh, one in the top right with a bow in her hair um all she she just talked to somebody uh she talked to the the girl that's two below her they were having uh, a conversation i can't remember what about but um just the way that she grinned and the way that they were talking i was like i like her she hasn't done anything except for like talk to the girl and smile and i'm like yeah she's my favorite she's like <laughs> like i like that kind of grin that she had um and then the other girl she's like cool like an older sister kind of cool and then um the one with the gun she's like she would be like that quiet silver-haired monotone character that doesn't really do much but um even though she doesn't talk a lot and she's kind of monotone she's way more mysterious than the other characters are the these characters are mysterious because they don't say much and they kind of just have a blank stare she's mysterious because she say what needs to be said she's short but then she lies all the time so you don't know if what she's telling you is the truth and then you don't know if it's the truth how much of the truth it is because she barely like she's short and like doesn't explain things so um she's interesting like i'm i'm curious to learn her backstory like i think they said that um somebody close to her died like maybe her brother or something like that and um she has a goal that she's trying to accomplish by being in this organization but we don't know it yet so that's another layer of like mystery and um i don't know and like she tries to like she makes like some kind of dry jokes and they're funny if you know her but if you don't she she kind of seems like a jerk (laughs) so it's (laughs) (laughs) it's it's really cool like i like the way that they've uh, fleshed out the character so far so i'm definitely gonna continue it because the action's awesome 
the story, I, I think I'm on the right side, but um, I don't know for sure. And um, I don't know how the organization's structured, and I don't care to know right now because I'm with enough interesting characters to be like, oh, what are you doing now? Oh, what are y'all doing now? And like their skill level in executing their missions is like top notch. So I'm like, that's freaking awesome. Yeah. Well, again, another one that sounds like it'd be right up my alley. I'd definitely enjoy that. And I've always, it has been a while since I've actually seen one that was a uh, steampunk esque type uh, anime as well. So it's not yeah. something you see very often. The next show and the last show for today will be Sayuki Reload Blast. Wait, didn't we have Yokai Apartment as well? Oh, it's not. Okay, yes, we have that one too. Well, okay, so okay. second to last is this one. Gotcha. All right. Sayuki Reload Blast. Have you watched? Oh, wait. Have you watched this Ooh. one? No. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah. So this is <laughs> that one series where I'm like, oh, Sayuki Rilo, or ooh, Sayuki, that looks cool, and I watch it, and I don't really like the first episode. And then years later, Sayuki Reload comes out, and I'm like, ooh, Sayuki again. Did I like that one? I'm not sure. Let me watch the first episode. No, I didn't like it. Then, even more years later, Sayuki Reload Blast. I'm like, oh, that's that one series that I don't think I like, and I can't remember the reason why, so let me check out the episode. I check it out, and I'm like, I like this. I don't love it, but I like it. Um, I like the way, I like the individual, um, like, personalities of the characters. Um, I do like the, um, the style of the anime. They've kind of modernized it, because from what I remembered before I actually watched this one, was uh, it reminded me of Trigun. So this kind of still reminds me of Trigun, where it's like a wandering um, mercenary, basically. And in this world, these four guys are known as this um, the something group. And they go around basically um, stopping evil. And I don't know if they purposely search out evil or evil just happens to always follow them every episode. <laughs> but um, basically in this one, they're starving um they're just filthy covered in blood and dirt and nobody can recognize them and they end up coming across this one village where um uh, actually they come across this one dude being attacked by demons and basically there's humans and so f from what i know from this first episode there's humans and there's demons and there are more demons than there are humans because the demons keep killing everybody and there are villages all over the place, but some of them are trying to hide out and trying not to draw them uh, attention to themselves because they'll keep everybody keeps getting attacked by these demons. So I think um, the the first episode starts out with the the a carriage going back to the village and it gets attacked by demons and then these guys just happen to show up in their um, jeep and they save the day. So the guy. Uh, who they saved ends up bringing them into the um, into the village to repay them to like give them a bath and um, food and shelter for the night. Of course, they're going to get attacked. <laughs> People who have danger following them every single day going to a peaceful village is never, ever, ever a good idea. It happens in every single anime. So, of course, um, yeah. and it's not their fault this time. Well, it's it's it's. One of the things where, which was kind of cool, that is not their fault, where it's like, oh, we found you, ah, kill everybody. It's one of these things where there's this weird situation in the town to where, um, like, everybody just keeps dying. Like, people leave the town and they don't come back. And um, 
everybody's like just just torn down mentally to where they're like we need to go out to get supplies and stuff like that but every time like every other time somebody goes out they end up dying and we end up losing supply we end up losing our tools and everything and not end up getting supplies so we have to send another person out and like they barely make it back without getting um killed so it's just a dreary town and like the little food that they have left they're like giving to the um to the guys who saved them and um there's this one woman where her husband had died and she's kind of like she's kind of like in a drunken stupor but she's not really drunk it's kind of like just she's just out of it mentally and like she's humming this weird like this at first this weird song and people are always like yelling at her like quit humming you're gonna attract the demons and they're like slapping her which piss every time like somebody slaps a woman it like irritates me like I, i'm like it's and it's the drawing but i'm like oh it freaking so, <laughs> so i hate i hate when situations are like that um yeah so they're like just treating her terribly and um like they're just like they're like just stay in the house and like qu- like quit causing trouble and um like the guys see that and then they um they try to sleep throughout the night and they're like um don't like you're fed and you're bait like you're sleep um we've given you uh, a bath and food and everything so just stay throughout the night and then you can leave in the morning because the demons probably won't be around so everybody's asleep and everything and then all of a sudden you see her like singing in her drunken stupor and um then like they the village has a drawbridge that they rarely ever drop down and here she is just singing and just lowering the bridge and cut to an attack like uh like hollering and screaming and you end up waking up with the four guys and um people are just like running the demons just took the city and they're just like killing everybody so then the guys they wake up and they're like you woke me up two hours early you're gonna pay for it and they're like killing everybody so it's like they have these kind of silly jokes in um thrown about um i don't i don't know the character so some of the jokes fell flat so i kind of if i want to like seriously watch this i want to start from the beginning so i won't feel like it's a silly joke <laughs> but um yeah so they they save the day and everything and then they they go off to the next location so it's mm-hmm. it's pretty it's pretty much monster of the week kind of show um it's it follows like some stereotypes but uh I think it's actually a pretty good show. Like this version, this season, <laughs> the first episode, I actually liked. And mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I can keep these characters in my mind. So I may go back now and watch the first two because this is actually pretty good. Well, good luck with that. Considering yeah. your, your opinion of the first two seasons, I'm not sure you're going to be able to do that. But who knows? Maybe. Maybe your opinions of it has changed since the, over the years since it's been out. So Yeah. So, so the next show we're going to talk about is a uh, yokai apartment life, and yes, yes. And you watched the first episode of this one too? Yes, yes. So, like, okay, this this uh, series is interesting in very in very different ways. Um, instead of taking the aspect kind of like of centaur life, where everyone's uh, a monster and whatnot, it kind of goes a little bit more closely related to I think the the previous Monster Girl anime I'd watched where you have just a sprinkling of creatures or monsters or whatever inside of it. Um, and at very loosely based on that is what I would say. Because basically what you end up going to is is this boy, he... Who looks like a man, into, I'm sorry. I well, thought they were an adult. he's wanting to go into high school. See, I thought he was college too, but he's wanting to go yeah. into a high school 
but it's sort of like a, a business where it has dorms and stuff like that. Mm. And when he graduates and is about to go into it from middle school to high school, he real like the, the dormitory burns down. He's been wanting to move out from his uncle's place. And I don't know why I did not connect the reason, uh, thinking about the reason why he's living at his uncle's place. Or did he not, did not explain that as far as him actually living with his uncle for a little while. Yeah, they explained it um, like okay. with a short little burst. Basically, his parents died and his no, no, uncle no, no, took no. him see, in. Yeah, no, no. But see, that's the thing. I didn't realize until later on when he moved into the other place that his parents had died. For some reason, I didn't think that like, I didn't connect that in my mind. Yeah. As far as that went. Because mm-hmm. I'm not sure whether or not it's because they didn't necessarily explain right at first that he was actually living with his uncle. Yeah, I thought that was his family, and they were jerks. (laughs) See, that, okay, so that wasn't just me. I was like, I thought that was just, that was his mom and dad and his sister or whatever, and that they were just, you know, his sister was just being kind of jerkish to him. Yeah, Um, the the weirdest thing, because it's like, you don't know why his family is, like, are jerks to him and everything, and everybody looks at him, like, across the newspaper, like... And stuff like that, where you, they only explain it when he finally moves out and puts down a picture. And he's like, ooh, who's that? Well, he's no, like, oh. The- it, wasn't, it wasn't even a picture. Remember what happened is is the girl, when he goes into, basically, he's trying to find a place to live in order to, because apparently the dormitory is going to be rebuilt in six months. Yeah. He's trying to find a place to live. So nobody will take him for the amount of money he has available to him to be able to go into someplace. There ends up being where he's in the park and he's dejected, doesn't know what to do, and a boy comes up and while he's not really looking and says, hey, I know of a place you can find out from over there and points him in the direction of a uh, basically a real estate place or whatever. And then the boy just disappears. And I think I know the boy is and it's interesting. Um, but yeah, you end up he ends up going into this this place where he gets really good rate for it. But ends up finding out that this whole apartment complex houses, along with humans, uh, yokai, monsters, ghosts, demons, all walks and natures of of life and whatnot. Um, But while you're doing it, so basically when it sets it up, when it first sets it up, I'm thinking to myself, okay, this is just going to be about – this is going to be a slice of life essentially because it's going to be about his daily life coping with the fact that he's living with monsters or whatever, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. And I thought it was going to be in that respect comedic because it kind of set itself up to be that way. It's kind mm. of a, in a comedic sense kind of thing. Mm. But it took such a surprising turn. Now, you know of one of them. When I was saying one of them is because eventually when he moves to the dormitory, he's unpacking. And two of the human people who live there come to greet him and everything. And the girl starts helping him unpack. And it isn't until she opens something up that she stops. And it isn't until after she stops and it cuts away and you realize there are two plaques. Yeah, 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 yeah. The signifying of the dead. And it's Ooh. usually what, what in, in Japan, the culture of creating a shrine uh, it's what you you pray to on a kind of a daily, weekly basis or something like that, mm-hmm. and that's when she realized, and that's when you realize, I think, as a viewer, that his parents died, that he was yeah. living with his uncle. His uncle's daughter didn't appreciate the fact that he was there, taking up space, taking money, taking time away from her. She's very yeah. Anyways, 
didn't like her as character, but I think that was intentional as far as that goes. Um, but I was like, okay, little bit of a little bit of a dark thing going on here. But I still kind of gave it the benefit of the doubt as far as that goes. Tell I watched the next episode. Or was either the next episode or the episode after that. This gets dark. Um, because he comes across um, a boy. And in the beginning, I'm sure you saw him in the first episode. A boy and his dog. Yeah, the boy and his dog. dog. Uh, you remember that? Yeah, the boy and his dog was the one who showed them him the apartment. And then they were also watching TV and yeah. when he was walking around. Well, you end up finding out. And I think you, you're going to get like little snippets of stories here with this as you go along. You end up finding out that the boy is a ghost um, because his history is quite um, the the mother apparently um, wanted to have him in order to keep her boyfriend and potentially married. She has him and boyfriend still leaves. She blames him for it, dejects him, and basically is just abusive towards him. The only friend that he ends up having is this dog. Um, and at some point, the mother just becomes just absolutely crazy and actually starts beating the child and beats the child basically to death dog comes across sees this and actually attacks the lady uh mortally wounding her but not before the lady could actually basically beat the ever-loving crap out of the dog and basically kills the dog too so now that's the reason why you have the boy and the dog together companions with each other but they're both dead unfortunately and it's because of the mother um and then the mother ended up dying and she uh became a basically a wandering spirit and she tried to come after the boy the, the ghost of the boy and the dog but uh the dog i guess appe- appeased to the dog gods their their wolf ancestors or whatever and was taken to a shrine in order for protection. Uh, but in order for the child to still have some sort of contact and not just be surrounded by wolf beings or essentially whatever, um, that's why he was taken to the apartment complex. Um, but every once in a while, the mother will still try to come back and take the boy. But there's a barrier set up around the apartment complex. Mm. Um, but so every, as long like, as he's he does, there, he's fine? Or as long she... as he's there, he's fine. Okay. Uh, but usually the the wolf mother essentially that actually took him in to the the shrine in the first place and then gave him to the apartment complex um will know ahead of time that she's going to come by so when she'll stop by and basically stand guard and make sure nothing happens so like to me like i had one way of thinking about this show and how it was going to go and how it was going to interact and it just went like a completely different direction. I was just like, holy crap. This this show came out of nowhere. Um, and again, this is another one I think that a lot of people are kind of not paying too much attention to. Mm-hmm. And, you know, from the first episode, you probably wouldn't necessarily think too much of it uh, to a certain extent. But beyond that, go two or three episodes into it. It will blow your mind. It, okay. it definitely went beyond the expectations that I had originally thought of taking it as. Yeah, and that kind of made me sad for a second. I was see? like, wow. See? I was like, holy crap. And now I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, everyone here has got to have a story or something going on with them. Yeah. And we might like be a part of that now as it's going along. Um, and even, even the guy apparently has an innate ability. He actually has a psychic ability. Okay. And the longer he is there, the more it is developing. Okay. Because now he is, oh, he is right. pushing himself into that. Um, and I won't go into detail about what happened with that because there was something specific that happened with that. 
um, so far. But yeah, it's just crazy. I highly, highly recommend this. And it's going to be something that, you know, again, don't try. You're going to think of it one way. It's going to throw you off guard a completely different way. It's so, so totally just off the wall and just wow. There was um, one part where I was I thought I was going with the flow of the story, but they kind of changed it up on me when um, when the girl that he met when he first moved into the apartment went to uh, work at the hospital. And then when she came back, there was like a zombie following her and um, she thought it would just go away. But then it kept like following her and actually got to the apartment. And at first I thought it was another resident because the dude was freaking out. And I'm like, oh, he's just, he's just surprised at everything. And then she's like, man, you're still following me? And I thought she'd have been like, Paul, cut it out. You're being silly. But if she like just purified him and said he was evil. And I'm like, oh, there's actually a threat in this show. I thought it was a, like a slice of life comedy. Yeah. And now that yeah. you explain like what happened with the kid and everything, I'm like, wow. Yeah. So yeah, I, I may be checking the rest of this out. So. Yeah. And then like even his, um, at one point he was trying to keep his, his friends that he had made in school from the apartment complex. Cause he was mm-hmm. like, I don't want anyone else to be involved in this. <laughs> I don't, this, I don't want to ask any questions. This is all too weird for me. I just keep that out of the way. He ends up showing up with his buddies uh, and starts causing a ruckus. Uh, um, and then the guys at the, uh, that were playing, um, Shogi. Uh-huh. Yeah. They, they stand up and you're like, Oh, okay. Oh, that dark womb with only evil eyes. You can see. <laughs> they started making enough of a ruckus that they stood up and were like, you need to leave. Oh, and it just freaked them. The fuck that out. is cool. Yeah. All now, right. This there is a lot of like the way you think of it in one way and it totally blindsides you in another. And like the more you look into it, the more you see that there is so much more lore and backstory involved with the creation of this complex, who these people are, where they come from, and just everything. And it just blows my, my mind and I keep wanting to see more to find out. But again, there's another one where it's like the more you know, the more questions that come up and you're like, okay, well, now why are they doing this? And then why, how did he do this? And where is this coming from? Ah, you know, so yeah. all in all, yes, highly recommend this one. Okay. All right. Well, that is our 11 shows for this season. Um, we will talk about the conclusions of these in two months, but, uh, next month we'll be talking about the fall season, which shows will be starting then. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. So uh, as always, you can contact us on, uh, Facebook and Twitter at Takoyaki Anime. Um, this has been Big D and Shade again with our summer season of 20 anime uh, tw- <laughs> summer season of 2017 uh anime first impression uh and we will be back at the end of next month so we will see y'all next time bye <laughs>